This is a Hoff Studios podcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to another chapter of Harry Tales, a podcast where I, Harry Hill, tell you the tales of my life and whatever else I want to talk about. Today, that includes Be Real, Late Stage Instagram, and Emily Mariko. Hey guys, what's up? It's been a week since I last talked to you. I can't believe Harry Tales is out in the open now. Um, it's been a really fun time kind of rolling it out, but it's also been probably the busiest I've ever been. Um, this week is opening week for the play that I'm in. And like I mentioned last week, rehearsals are very real and they require a lot of time. Memorizing lines has been a bit of a struggle. I've been walking up and down the streets of the Upper East Side, frantically trying to memorize these lines by saying them out loud. And a bunch of my lines are very like freak out mode. Like I have lines that are like, hello, is anybody out there? Dad? Mom? Hello? I need my family. Like just freaky freak out mode lines. And whenever I... I'm screaming them on that breeze side. Everybody's turning around like, you good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just an actress. So that's been, that's been my life for a minute. Um, it's late July. Everything feels like it's coming to a head. Does anybody else feel that way? You know, when it's late summer and things are just up in the air, you're trying to figure everything out. You, you're you just waiting for September to happen so that the dust can settle and you can get ready for the holidays. Um, that's where I am right now. But before September, August is going to arrive and I'll be going to Beaver Island. So I'm very excited for that. Um, that's all I want to do, honestly, right now is just like hang out in Lake Michigan with my family. But anyway... Uh, what have I been up to the, since I last talked to you guys? I went on a yacht with Brooklyn in. Um, that was fun. A little sunset sail with the betting company Brooklyn in. And we saw the sights. We saw the Statue of Liberty. She was giving freedom. Um, we tried out the new Brooklyn in towels. They're actually really cute. And then I went upstate. My friend Savannah brought her dog, which was very interesting. She has a big dog that looks like a pit bull, but it's not a pit bull. It's something else. And when I was posting that it was a pit bull, everybody was like, that's actually a something, something, some sort of dog. And I was like, okay, <laughs> great. The sky is blue. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but the, the dog of it all, um, you know, it's like having a kid, so... If you're thinking about getting a dog and thinking about going upstate, I think you should pick one or the other. Um, this morning, I went to a bathhouse. There's a place called Bathhouse in Williamsburg, and it's just that. It's a house with a bunch of baths. It's in a basement. It looks exactly like the swimming pool that they swam in on Gossip Girl. Do you guys remember the first season OG Gossip Girl, where Serena has the key and she sneaks everybody in and then that kid like almost dies. And so they all have to cover it up and pretend like they don't know who had the key, but it was Serena the whole time. It looks exactly like that pool. There's like a regular pool, a hot pool and a cold pool and the cold pool, you guys, like I'm ready for a cold plunge. I really am. This was like you put your feet in and they hurt. Like it was like frostbite, but I did jump all the way in. It woke me up and I wish I could start every day like that. It was kind of like, um, I don't know. Whenever I'm in a bathhouse, I just think of like Pompeii, you know, like ancient Rome, that kind of vibe. 
Um, it was cute. Some people were saying that uh, they were like, oh, like, was it clean? Like, yeah, it's a pool. I don't know. I guess I'm just not really squeamish when it comes to that sort of <laughs> thing. I'm, I would never pee in a pool. Like, I'm just not that kind of person. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. And also, isn't there that stuff that if you pee in a pool, like, it turns blue? So, like, everybody knows that you just peed in the pool. There was a movie. I forget what it was. I feel like it was, like, an Adam Sandler movie. But that happens. And just seeing that, I was like, okay, well, I wouldn't pee in the pool in the first place because I'm not an animal. But I also wouldn't want that sort of... uh like heat you know what I mean like I wouldn't want everybody to know obviously so but I'm just like isn't there enough chlorine to choke a horse in like any sort of pool I don't know I just maybe I'm just not focused on like <laughs> being ill um so I would recommend it it was good there was a the sauna was pretty big there was a steam room with like purple lights very Williamsburg vibes um, and then I had to go straight to rehearsal, so I couldn't stay for the little breakfast. So I can't tell you how the food at Bathhouse was, but people people have said good things. So a little Bathhouse plug for you today. Um, I posted a poll on my Instagram story yesterday with the question of, would you rather be named Lola or Carla? And... This is a question that I've been asking my friends for a couple of years now, just like if I'm around someone or if I'm trying to break the ice or we're at dinner and we're waiting for food, I'll be like, would you rather be named X or Z? Because it always starts a good conversation and you never really know what somebody would choose so I said this on my Instagram story. I was like, you never really know if somebody would rather be named Lola or Carla, but the poll results, you guys, it was like 95% Lola and like 5% Carla. And the the part about the, the name game, that's like what I've named it, the name game, it's very simple, but it's just like, would you rather be named X or Y, X or Z, X or Y, whatever. You have to choose two names that are similarly priced. You have to choose two names that are like equal. Um, my friend messaged me and she was like, oh, I totally understand. Like Carly and Hannah are equally priced. And I was like, absolutely. Because you wouldn't be like, some, sometimes I'll ask that question and my friend will choose an answer. And then they'll come back and be like, would you rather be named like, you know, Amber or... Olivia and I'm just like those aren't similarly priced you know what I mean like they're just not so you really have to kind of it there is a there is like a thinking a thinking component to this game because you really have to you, you have to um, value names but when I say this it's not I'm not saying one name is better than the other I'm just saying like they're priced differently does that make sense you guys it makes sense to me in my mind, but um, I want you to try it. Next time you're out to dinner, out to lunch, uh, talking to a coworker, just be like, would you rather be named, <laughs> would you rather be named Nina or, let's see, let's get a good one. Would you rather be named Riley or Summer? Right? Aren't those names both like, lemonade stand names riley or summer would you rather be named riley or summer personally i'd rather be named summer obviously um <laughs> but i think i think somebody telling you that they'd rather be named riley tells you something about that person it's kind of like it, it's almost like a mini personality quiz in that way because you get to know someone I don't know. Or you could be sitting there thinking like, well, what is what does it mean if they tell me that they want to be named Riley? And I cannot answer that for you. All I know is that like to me that informs me. That gives me that gives me some like context for whoever I'm talking to. Anyway, I digress, but you guys should should really try out the name game. Um 
maybe I should make some cards. Maybe I should make it a card game so that people don't have to come up with their own naming value system because I feel like that could get dicey. Also, if you're choosing names that are more generic, that could also get dicey because, you know, if you're like, would you rather be named, you know, Katie or Emily, the Katies and the Emilies are going to get freaked out if you choose the opposite one. You know what I mean? This is today's lunchtime poll, though. I'm just asking you guys. Would you rather that somebody... Would you rather the majority want to be named your name or would you rather the majority want to be named not your name? Like, would you get butthurt if your name was Emily and everybody chose Katie? Or would you be like, hell yeah, like, get off my name? (laughs) Um, Do you guys remember when I spent five minutes on my podcast talking about the name game (laughs) because I do um okay so I want to talk about late stage Instagram today because I feel like that is where we are um that's where we are with Instagram right now I feel like it's very late stage and I think that obviously they're really pushing video content Adam Missouri the head of Instagram actually just came out and said that they are going to continue pushing video even though everybody even Kylie Jenner posted on her story yesterday uh she like reshared one of the uh kind of infographic-y little Instagram shareable things that says please keep Instagram the same we want pictures back please Kylie reshared that could be the reason Adam the head of Instagram hopped on to clarify or like explain what's happening but I think he needed to do that anyway because people are getting pissed and they can probably tell from the numbers on their end, I'm sure, are like tanking. But the last time Kylie called out a social media platform, she called out Snapchat. And I forgot what it was about, but she called she called out Snapchat. I think she just said something like Snapchat is over or something. And it went down like it plummeted in stock. And it lost like $1.3 billion. So maybe Kylie saying something about Instagram will like, you know, help help the cause. Um, because I certainly enjoy Instagram being primarily a photo sharing app. I think a lot of people do, especially if you're not a creator or an influencer and you're not trying to hop on reels. Like, if you like if you're just a civilian on Instagram, you're not posting reels, are you? I don't think you are. Um which makes sense. Like you're you're there to post pictures of you and your friends and like a selfie and like, you know, prom night, your mom's birthday, like as it should be. <laughs> um I remember when Instagram started in 2011 or 2010 or whatever and we were all just posting, you know, weirdly uh filtered pictures of seashells you know so uh instagram rolled out their new feed which is like a video it looks like tiktok it's like all black and it makes it so that all video like it the reel will show up as a whole video if that makes sense like your entire feed is a video now like there's no I don't even know where stories are. I think they might still be at the top of the screen. Yeah, they're still at the top of the screen. Um, But otherwise, if you post a picture, it's like there's like sidebars and it's all shadowy. It's weird. It's weird. And you don't see comments. You don't see likes. It's just they're like hidden in the corner. I don't know. It's just not the vibe. And basically the guy, Adam, was like, also, can we just talk about Adam Missouri for a second? He's the head of Instagram. He came from Pinterest. And he was in that movie, uh, The Social Dilemma, which was that trending Netflix documentary about social media and how it's like dangerous and whatever, which honestly freaked me out for like two days. Like I had trouble sleeping for like two nights just because I'm so online. And the whole point of that, documentary was to kind of freak people out and make them want to put down their phone like there's this whole scene where this little girl puts her phone in a lockbox and ends up smashing it open before the time is up because she just needs to get on her phone and post snapchat and i was like okay i hate 
I hate the way that they're making this look so bad. Like they're just making it look so awful. Um, my thing is, is like, if we're going to have documentaries about how bad it is, like, let's talk about social media addiction as if it's a real thing. But Adam Missouri has these like, you know, the teacher in Harry Potter with the big glasses and it makes their eyes look really big. He has those glasses, um, but he's really cute. Not saying that those glasses aren't cute. I'm just saying like, he looks like the head of Instagram, if that makes sense. Like he's very artsy. But basically in that documentary, he was like, yeah, I try to keep my kids offline. Um, I wouldn't want my kids using the stuff that I'm like the head of, basically. And I was like, don't say that. Like, don't say that. Because now I have a weird taste in my mouth about whatever you're doing, Papa. So, um, so yeah, basically he said that Instagram is going to continue pushing videos. And he was like, even if we stop changing anything, even if we stop changing what the feed looks like or, you know, what kind of content is being pushed, people are creating videos. And I'm just like, okay, but this is kind of like a chicken and the egg situation where it's like, okay, but did you guys start pushing videos first? And now people are creating videos so that they can appease the algorithm? Yeah. Or did people just randomly one day start deciding that they wanted to post TikToks on Instagram. I think I think it's the first one. I think people are like, "Oh, let me cash in on Reels." You're literally paying people to post Reels. I don't know if uh they've been rolling out the creator essentially the creator fund but on Instagram, I don't know what it's called. Um but you can get paid for Reels now. And I have friends who aren't creators or influencers who are like, "Oh yeah, I posted a Reel and I made like $7." And I'm just like, okay, so they really are just out here paying people to make content. Just anyone, everyone, ev- anyone, everyone. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I think, um, what am I going to do about being in late stage Instagram? I think I'm going to chill out a little bit because I feel like I can get really serious about my content and making sure that everything is like perfect and good. And I feel like it's 2022. We've seen a lot of things on social media. People are just addicted to scrolling now. So post whatever you want, I think, is my advice. If you have been wanting to like break into being a creator or an influencer or whatever, I would say now is the time to just, you know, go go do it because... Um, things are changing, <laughs> so you might as well you might as well make the most of it. Um, I think TikTok still has an, a little bit of time too. If you're trying to be like Victoria Paris, I think you still have. Mm, I would say like probably until the end of this year. I, like me talking, like I know anything, like I'm forecasting social media, but like, um, I think if you want TikTok virality you could do it now and still um, get fresh eyes before. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It is kind of like a question of, are we just going to post Instagram reels until we die? That's something that I've been kind of like asking myself in my head. Like I'm 27 now. Am I going to be 35? Like posting a branded reel in eight years, 10 years. I don't think so. That's like not what I think I'm going to be doing. But um, if I am, <laughs> if I am, then um, I hope, I hope my engagement stays good. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my thing with, with late stage Instagram. Um, speaking of late stage Instagram, there's clearly a need for a new social media platform because there's a new one right now called Be Real. And Be Real is like top of the charts right now. It's like the most downloaded app of the moment. And basically, if you don't know what it is, it's an app that is trying to push authenticity. It's called Be Real. Um, I just put the name with the message like a little bit ago I was like oh be real like be real and what the app does is alerts you a certain point in the day it'll give you 
a notification that says, okay, it's time to be real. And you have to get out your phone and take a picture of wherever you are. So I would take a picture right now. And while I'm taking a picture of like whatever's in front of me, it also takes a picture of my face. And the idea is that like, you're not supposed to look good or be ready. You're just supposed to be real. I haven't, I haven't posted a be real yet. Um, I have the app and I do get the notification every day, but I haven't posted it. You have two minutes to post to be real. However, if you want to post later, you can. To me, I'm just like, no, no, give them two minutes and that's it. Like if they don't make it in the two minutes, like come back tomorrow. Um, it's kind of like a wordle sitch. Like every day you get your notification. Every day you get your one chance to like be real. Um, from what I've seen, my friends that are on be real, it's basically just like people usually at work. So it's just kind of like a dis disheveled selfie and then like a picture of like a monitor. And there's a bunch of jokes on TikTok about, you know, people trying to like gain insider corporate information by looking at their friends be real screens, <laughs> which is funny. Um, could you imagine if something leaked because somebody posted be real of their like work computer and there was confidential information that would be, I could see that happening. Like, of course that's going to happen. It's a matter of time. Um, but I think people really are ready for ready to like take it back to uh, back to basics with just like a little unfiltered selfie, a little unfiltered moment. Um, I haven't done it just because I'm not really interested in being real. <laughs> um, just kidding. That's why I have a podcast to be as real as I can with you guys. But um, I like to look good in a selfie. I like to put my best foot forward. I don't need to. I f also, you know, I would just probably be like sitting on my floor anytime the be real notification comes up. You know what I mean? Like I would just, I think people would be like, what are you doing on my, you know, on Instagram, you can make it seem like you're like out and about 24 seven, which I guess is the whole point of be real. So I think it's just, I think it's just gone over my head. I don't think I'm ready for that sort of reality. I think I'm too plugged into the, to the Instagram mainframe to want that toned back kind of like reality, you know, it's a freaky word. It's reality with a capital R. Um, but I could see myself starting to post. Maybe I'll start, maybe I'll try, maybe I'll try for like research purposes and I'll let you guys know how it goes. Um, I saw there was a trend going around where people were making up be reels with like popular movies on Twitter. And one of them was Timothy Chalamet, like staring into the fire at the end of call me by your name. That was good. That was uh, pretty slick. This girl, Sally, Sally Dar Griffin made it. So shout out to Sally. Um, okay. Speaking of being real, I want to talk about Emily Mariko. If you guys aren't aware of Emily Mariko, she's the girl who started making salmon bowls on her TikTok in 2021, and it went viral. And you guys, I eat that like twice a week. I'm dead serious. Like Emily Mariko got me on the salmon train. I know she didn't. There's like a whole thing about how she didn't invent it obviously she didn't invent sushi but um she kind of popularized the idea of like putting rice and salmon in a bowl and like chopping it up it looks like cat food and then putting like some sriracha um some kewpie mayo on i don't use the mayo because it freaks me out um but you uh then you like you know those little packs of seaweed that you can buy you take that and you use chopsticks, ideally. Sometimes I just use my hands. You put the salmon and the rice in the little seaweed and you just eat it. And it's so good, you guys. Like, it's so good. She uses leftover salmon. I just, like, make fresh salmon. Um, but I want to say it went viral because 
Um, I mean, there's a perfect storm of things, but she used an ice cube. She would microwave her rice and she would put an ice cube on the top of the rice. So she'd make a little bowl of rice, put an ice cube on it, and then put like wax paper over the whole thing and then put it in the microwave. And the ice cube made everybody come and be like, what's the ice cube? What's the ice cube? She would take it out of the micro microwave and the ice cube would still be there. Like it hadn't melted. I think it has to do with like moisture and rice or something. Um, I'm not a physicist, so I can't tell you for sure, but I think that's what made it go viral. And then she just kept doing it. And now she has like 13 million followers on TikTok, and she never talks. The only time she talks is to do like a voiceover. If she is showing off her grocery haul, she'll be like, here's what I got at the grocery. Um, my favorite hauls that she does are when she goes to the meat market and she's like, okay, I bought four chicken breasts and some butter. <laughs> she buys like this crazy ass, like French butter. But the thing about Emily Mariko not talking, I think is a huge part of why she's so popular. She doesn't respond to comments. She doesn't speak like she doesn't explain what she's doing. She just like gets on camera in her gorgeous kitchen and makes food and then at the end she'll take one bite and like have her little like eating face where she eats it but there's something about not talking she's she used to be a youtuber so you can go look up emily mariko youtube and that's like a whole other like wormhole that you can go down but she has videos of her talking there but i think something about not talking she kind of like she kind of really um, cashed in on the mystery of what whatever she's doing because you know you open TikTok and people are like okay guys here's the story okay guys blah 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 okay guys here's my dress okay guys okay guys okay like it's just constant like talking so getting to Emily Mariko's page is like an oasis anytime I get to one of her videos I like <sighs> I can breathe I stop scrolling I get ready to watch whatever she's gonna make I don't even like half the stuff that she makes because she makes all these freaky like potato vegetable stuff like like purple yam things. I don't know. She makes all these crazy things that I'm like, I would never eat that. But I will watch her make it 17 times. Um, she's getting married. So she just did uh, like a wedding dress try on. And there's something. Do you guys know what an NPC is? It's like a non-playable character. I just learned that from TikTok, but basically it's like a person or like, it's like a character that just like stands there, I guess. Like it's like non-playable. Emily Mariko gives off very like non-playable character vibes because um, she doesn't, you, we don't hear, like we don't know who she is. We don't know who she is, what she thinks about the fact that she doesn't respond to comments is always crazy because people leave some crazy comments. Um, but she's getting married and she's one of those people that I don't want to meet because I feel like it would shatter the illusion of whatever I'm thinking. What, like whatever idea that I have of her in my mind, I think would be ruined if I met her. And so I don't want to, but I also really want to go to her wedding. <laughs> somehow I feel like that would be the best Harry tale is if I went to the Emily Mariko wedding how do we make that happen though it's definitely going to be like in San Francisco I feel like it's going to be small even though she could definitely afford to like ball out for it she definitely makes so much money off of her TikTok she has like millions of views on every single one of her videos like she has to be raking it in the one pinned video that she has is a call out to her newsletter and you guys if you want to live like emily mariko like make what she makes and dress like she dresses every sunday she uploads a newsletter that details what she's going to eat and what she's going to wear so she's literally like breakfast you know two eggs and blah 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 lunch blah 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 snack blah 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 dinner a chicken breast and some rice, blah, blah, blah. And then she says what she's wearing. You could literally, and I know there's, I know there's people out there that are like, 
doing the whole Emily Mariko to a T vibe. I thought about it once. I was like, okay, let me make like a grocery list for the week and figure out what I'm going to eat ahead of time. And then I never did it. Um, but good for her. And, you know, if you can plan out your week after week after week after week and stick to it, um, honestly, I'm sure it's pretty helpful because then you don't have to think about it. Like, you don't have to be like, what am I going to do for lunch? But that's that's an Emily Mariko resource that's out there if you if you want to take a look. Um, but yeah, she is she's an enigma, I think in a social media landscape where everybody is just like, look at me, look at me, look at me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Emily Mariko is like, just watch. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's kind of, that's kind of tea. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of special. Um, so that's my, that's my Emily Mariko rant praise moment. Okay. Let's see. Speaking of praise, we're going to hop from Emily Mariko to Addison Ray because Addison Ray has kind of been trending for a minute because her album leaked or like uh, snippets of her album leaked. So there's like 30 seconds of each song that were going to be on her album, which might be shelved, might not be. She's said that maybe it's not going to come out, but I think it still could. She posts lyrics to her Twitter like regularly Um, but people keep comparing her to Britney Spears because she's from Louisiana and she is like, you know, you could argue that she's like being prepped to be the next, the next Britney, the next pop girl. But my thing is, is like, I don't think people are actually trying to compare her to Britney. I think people are just, um, you know, people heard it once and they're just constantly like, Addison will never be Britney. And I'm just like, guys, nobody is saying that she's going to be Britney. I think Addison's going to be the next Addison. You know what I mean? I think we need to like, let her be herself, but her music is really cute. And she has a song on it called nothing on, but the radio, which is a lady Gaga demo from like 2010. I think it was going to be on born this way, but people on TikTok are comparing um, Addison's version with Gaga's version and they're like she'll never be Gaga and it's like okay but she's not trying to be Lady Gaga Addison Ray is a TikToker she's not trying to be Lady Gaga um, I am curious though about what that's like for TikTokers doing the whole musical thing because I feel like it's it's kind of like the 2020s version of Disney stars just having albums come out and doing musical movies and, you know, a single for a TV show or whatever. I think it's the similar, it's like the updated version of that where it's like, okay, if you're on TikTok, you can get a music deal. Um, but I think she is, she's a good one. Like if we're going to talk TikTokers who can make their way into music, uh, Dixie D'Amelio had a cute song, um, the one that was like, sometimes I don't want to be happy. That was cute. It was cute. It was giving Disney. I don't know if, I don't know. Dixie doesn't really seem like her heart is like in being a pop star. I think Addison feels more like her heart could be in being a pop star. Um, so we definitely need to keep an eye on that. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is Kylie Jenner's baby. I'm kind of just like theorized for a second. People are freaking out right now about Kylie's uh, jet taking a three minute flight. Apparently there's a flight log of all the flights that take place in California and Kylie's jet took a three minute trip from like A to B. And at first I was like, why would Kylie do that? But then people were like, guys, it was just a, like a routine, um, like to get it from one hangar to the other. I don't know, but people are like, she's a climate criminal. The fact that climate criminal is a a term that we're using right now. I'm just like, give it up. Like, what does that mean? Climate criminal? Like we're all on this burning earth together. Um, I do get the whole argument that, you know, why are we using paper straws? If like, people have private jets 
Um, Cause it's like, why are we blaming random civilians that will never use that much energy, you know, in their entire lives while celebrities get to just like fly around. But I'm also just like, I think if you had that money, you'd be on a private jet too. Right. I don't know. Um, but Kylie still hasn't released the name or face of her second child, the son that she had with um, Travis Scott. During the whole World thing, which was crazy. Do you guys remember that? That was like a whole moment. It happened at the worst time because nothing else was going on. Like everybody was just watching World footage. TikTok during World was scary it was a scary place there were all these like creepy videos people were like oh my god World is like demonic they were like guys listen to the rate of the music like that's that's what like demons use like just all these crazy theories but during that i was like okay kylie's pregnant during this whole World thing with travis's baby like it's kind of giving like rosemary's baby a little bit you know what i mean kai kai mary's baby like it's kind of like a demon baby. At first I was like, okay, it's either going to like have like three heads or, you know, be kind of like that little girl from orphan. (laughs) I don't know. There's just something, there's something maybe, maybe she knows that people associate that baby with, but do people associate, do you guys associate the, the Kylie's son with Astroworld or is it just me? Just because I knew that she was pregnant during that time. So I just associate, and that was like a whole theory of mine. I was like, this baby's going to be like kind of freaky, like kind of like Ouija vibes, you know? Um, she's definitely going to like have it in a basement and never let it out into the, into the light of day, which is kind of what she's doing, right? And then there was that whole moment where she named him Wolf and then was like, just kidding. Um, we're, he's not named that anymore. Okay, so what is his name? Um, I guess I'm not as hung up on the name as as I am about why she's withholding it. Not that she owes us that. And I'm sure that's another thing. Is like Stormy, they have to have little weird moments where they're like, should we be sharing this much of our children with the world? Um, especially with all the scrutiny they get for, you know, breathing. So maybe she's just like, okay, this baby, I'm going to let chill in the shadows for a minute and he can have his, his moment when it comes. But I don't know. I don't know. Like, what if, what if she doesn't let us see him until he's like five, you know? What if he's like a grown person before we ever see him? That could be interesting. Um but yeah, the whole, the whole Astro World thing definitely like tainted that a little bit. You know what I mean? And then when they tried to uh, kind of reroute the whole timeline on the Kardashians, the show, and they tried to make it seem like Astro World like just like didn't happen. Um, I think Travis is back to booking festivals now, so I guess you know he. I don't know. That's that's a whole another you know the Astro World episode, which. I have no interest in recording. Um, But that was a moment and it feels like forever ago, but I feel like when was that August, maybe August, 2021. It's gotta be like almost a year ago. Right. Ish. Yeah. I'd say I was posting, I posted some tweets and one of them was about floaties, those flip flops that were, not inflatable, but they had like kind of that big, like rubber vibe. Um, do you guys remember those floaties flip flops? I think you could get them at like Nordstrom. They were by a brand called sugar. I just remember there was one summer where maybe a couple summers, but they were so popular. Every girl had them, um, in the suburbs everybody was wearing them and they came with band-aids because they would like rip basically they would like they kind of made your feet sweat and so you would be like sloshing around in them and then they would like tear and it would just you could see like yellow rubber 
like the insides. So they would give you band-aids to like put on them, which today I feel like you wouldn't even be able to launch a brand that comes with, like you wouldn't be able to launch a brand with a product that is like bound to break. There's a term for, for the like lifespan of an item. Cause I like Apple uses it. There's like a term for it. I don't know what it is. Maybe if you're um, in the corporate world, you would know, but there's a term for like, I don't know. I just don't, I, I couldn't see a company today being like, Hey guys, here's our product and it's going to break. So here's like some preemptive band-aids for it. But back then, you know, people weren't as, uh, people weren't as critical or like freaked out by, uh, everything. So floaties and they definitely unlocked some sort of memory for a lot of people. Cause a lot of people were messaging me about how they want a pair of floaties now. I can't wear them anymore because my feet are too big. I've sized out of like women's shoes a while ago now, but like, it's still sad. Um, because I feel like if I had size like seven feet, I would be like literally Carrie Bradshaw. I'd be running around here in heels. So maybe it's a good thing that my feet are too big, but like, can you see that? Um, I really want the, the Balenciaga Crocs. I know they're old now, but like, wouldn't that be so much fun if I had like healed Crocs from Balenciaga? I think that'd be very chic. Um, I would definitely have to cut off my toes in order for that to happen. Um, but yeah, floaties, floaties have been a vibe. Um, so perhaps if you remember floaties, uh, this will be a good friendly reminder of their existence. Um, speaking of summer and summer vibes, I did see a bunch of things. I did see a bunch of discourse online about everybody being in Italy right now. And just like everybody being abroad. And I have felt that. I have felt that. Also, we're in New York, so everybody's in the Hamptons a lot this summer. I, I've been invited to a couple dinners out there, but it's basically just like, hey, Harry, like you're invited to this dinner on Wednesday night in the Hamptons. Like, let us know if you can make it. And I'm like, is there like a helicopter or something? Like, am I, how am I supposed to walk there? Like I don't live there. Like, I think it's just assumed that like, if you are a New York city influencer that you just are in the Hamptons every weekend, which is not, you know, it's not unfounded. It's not like a silly claim because a lot of them are in the Hamptons, especially on the weekends. Um, I just don't have any desire to go to the Hamptons unless I had like a house or if I had enough time there that it would be worth it. Cause it is kind of like a slog. I say that as like, I'm about to go to Beaver Island, which is the longest haul literally ever. My friends are always like, Oh my God, I want to go to Beaver Island. And I'm like, okay, but you don't understand that Beaver Island is like planes, trains, automobiles. Like it's a whole, it's like a journey to get there. Um, that's kind of how I feel about the Hamptons though. Am I crazy? I could just be lazy. Um, I don't know. It's, it's been so hot. The heat wave just ended. I think just ended yesterday. It just got lifted, but it was like four or five days of like, you go outside and you're wet. It was like Florida here in, in New York city. Um, Ooh, speaking of sweating, I want to see Elvis. I still haven't seen that. Also, did everybody but me know that he died from being like extremely constipated and on drugs on a toilet? I didn't know that until TikTok told me kind of like while this film was coming out. Like, but now whenever I talk to people about it, they're like, oh yeah, I knew that. I'm like, why did I think that he like OD'd on drugs or something? I don't know. That's just like such a shitty way to go. Sorry. Sorry. I had to, um, I don't think they, obviously I don't think they, uh, 
like depict that in the movie. I don't think they end there. I don't think that's their end note. I also saw some theories that um, he's still alive, and like people have seen him, people have seen him like perform because apparently there's like. But I'm just like, okay, there's so many Elvis impersonators. Like, come on. Um, I think if there's anybody that's that's likely to be alive. It would be like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did anybody watch the Victoria's Secret documentary on Hulu? Um, it could have been one. And I say that as I'm halfway through the second episode. It still could have been one. Like they just keep saying the same things over and over again, which is like uh, the guy who founded it, Wes Lexner, Les Wexner, Les Wexner, basically like signed the rights or like the deeds and everything over to Jeffrey Epstein and he became like the controller of Victoria's Secret and it was like this whole like trafficking operation I don't know they just like keep saying it over and over and over again um, and it could have been one documentary but um, definitely definitely kind of interesting definitely freaky definitely up um, but yeah, the conspiracies. We're just we're just out here, late stage Instagram, swimming in conspiracy theories. I don't really believe anything anymore about anything. I take everything with a grain of salt. I think that's how you have to be though to navigate like the online world in 2022. You just have to take everything with a grain of salt. D- like, don't get too freaked out. I just got this new phone case. And I was reading reviews before I got it. It's really cute. It's like there's diamonds on it. It kind of looks like something you would create if you were at like arts and crafts camp. Like it's like DIY. Um, but it's really cute. And I was reading reviews and people were like, this case is so cute, but it smells so bad. Like it comes with this like terrible plastic smell. And when I got it, smelled terrible like terrible plastic and it did stay for like three minutes but that's it and then afterwards i was like y'all were really that moved by the smell that you had to log on and write a review about it um i just i think there are bigger fish to fry um like the instagram algorithm (laughs) um I, uh, I I didn't get the new feed, thank God, because I think it would render uh, Instagram unusable for me right now. But uh, my aesthetic account did get it, um, and I'm try- I'm trying to scroll right now, and it's it's like it's like TikTok but worse because it's Instagram. You know the difference between like Instagram content and TikTok content? Like Instagram is very like 5-minute crafts and TikTok is very much like random person saying something random, doing something random. Um there's just such a difference. You we shouldn't be trying to make Instagram into TikTok. I digress. Have you guys noticed that TikTok feeds will sync up like like a period syncs up? Like, if you're with your friends or if you're sending your friends TikToks, like, their feed will, like, start to mimic yours and they'll start to send you videos that you just saw or, like, vice versa. Because I notice that all the time. And I haven't been using that power only for good. Sometimes I will literally, like, see something totally, totally something that only I would get on my feed, but I'll send it to all my friends and then they'll be like, you're ruining my feed. And I'm like, yeah, by design. <laughs> I don't know. I just want everybody to see all the crazy stuff that I see. You know what I mean? Um, there's a lot of crazy stuff to see. There's a lot of crazy stuff to see, you guys. Um, I will say that my favorite, my favorite account to follow... <laughs> On Instagram is Emily Mariko. Oh, also those babies, uh, Maya Knight with um, Scout and Violet, those two babies. I don't like babies, but like I make an exception for Scout and Violet because they're so cute. Maya is so fun. And 
we really do be seeing them grow up. And I really hope she's making some some fat checks with those with those babies on deck. I'm sure she is. She has like millions of followers, but um they are really, really cute. And they they do be making me think about, you know, what about twins? I don't want one baby, but maybe I want two. <laughs> mm. I think she 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 did really well with like the names though. Scout and Violet are so cute, and people online call them Scotch and vodka. I think S- Scotch and vodka maybe. Um, I wouldn't be able to tell them apart, but they're very very cute. Um, Monkeypox is here. <laughs> How's that for a segue? Um, and uh yeah i think uh i think it's late july this has been like a very like late july um up in the air moment for me and i think that's reflected in this episode of harry tales so i hope that you guys um kind of listen to this like a long a long voice note from the heat wave this is like a like a heat wave diary almost i hope it's still hot when this comes out um it will be. It will be, I'm sure. Um, I think I think that's all I've got to say for today. But if you come back next week, I'll have even more to say. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm going... Uh, I've got a dinner to go to at Ruby's. Do you guys know Ruby's? It's like a cute... It's in New York City. It's like a cute little Australian... Uh, like cafe restaurant i'm going to a dinner so i'll be able to talk about that Haley bieber skincare update i did like break into the box a little bit and take out the lip products which are like peptides for your lips they come in three flavors (laughs) and they're so good um i might have i don't think i mentioned it last time but like the way that i uh gauge how good a lip product is is if I put it on before I go to bed and it's like still like I still feel it in the morning um and the Haley Bieber lip products do that they stick around and they keep you your lips moisturized all night long um even during a heat wave so good on Haley Bieber um (laughs) great job Haley Bieber and we will talk to you guys next week on next week's episode of Harry Tales. Ciao for now. <laughs>